USL champions. Good evening and welcome to Vic Acres Wonderland. We are back. What a weekend of football. I mean, I enjoyed myself. Um, as, as always, I am joined by Matt and Adam. How are you, Adam? I'm still recovering. Um, the, the, the trauma um, will linger. The, the, um, I mean, we won, but just out of the stress. Um, it's just, I mean, it was, yeah, just, well, we'll get into it, but just, yeah, it was just one of those weekends, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, you could say that. You could say that, but at least you were at the game, unlike, unlike myself and Matt. Matt, <laughs> was, how was your weekend? Was, um, well, it was a very interesting weekend, that's for sure. Um, uh, some bad news, but we'll get over, get over that when the, uh, when you've got the, these lovely two people who are beside us, um, well, beside yeah. me, sorry, us, <laughs> um, talking women's football and most especially Arsenal women and um, women's football in general. Looking forward to it. Yeah, no, definitely. I think I think the latest bit of news is we sold, I believe, 21k tickets for our semi-final. Um, yeah. And the time hasn't even been released. I do feel we're going to hit 40 once that time is released because it is a bank holiday. I mean, our last quarterfinal last year against Wolfsburg only sort of sold 5,000. And all of us, all three of us were there. I, I was... mean... Mm. Oh, no, sorry, Matt, I do apologise. <laughs> I thought you did. You did come down for a game last season, didn't you? The last season, I did Tottenham. Yes, that's that's why I do apologise. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, me obviously me and Adam were there, and this time Matt's Matt's gonna come down, so the game's gonna be together for the game. Although Adam has abandoned us for club level. Yeah, but, I've ditched you unfortunately. Okay. But, well, um, a brigade. Yeah. Hopefully, yeah. I love I love a bit of prawn mayo on my on my uh, on my bread and butter. So. Uh, <laughs> I shall be enjoying that along with the complimentary uh, program and the, uh, and the and the free halftime drink. Um, but hopefully we <laughs> shall all meet up afterwards to celebrate uh, yet another triumph. We shall see. Oh, no, definitely. Definitely. Um, Man United has also been rescheduled for the 19th of April, which is mm. really interesting. But mm. as, <laughs> as, you, as, as the viewers on YouTube will see, Matt's just covered his face. He's not too thrilled about it. Um, yeah. But another another absolute happy story that should, should put everybody in a very extremely good mood. Beth Mead is back up and literally running. Um, yes. Last last uh, last week at the um, at the quarterfinal second leg, uh, Beth was. I was I was just. I was thankfully I didn't get too wet. I was in row twenty one up, up the block, so I had the like ledge of club level keeping me dry. Um, but yeah. she said that she's going to start running next week, and we got videos. That she was up and running, Viv didn't look very impressed, standing on the side. She's but jealous. yeah, she's up and running. How are we feeling about that? Very good, very good. It's good to see her, um, you know, able to. Well, it's obviously it's in the, it's in the, the special machine, which what I, I've seen the videos and I think I would love to. I get. I mean, you obviously you have to have done your ACL in order to use it, but but <laughs> I would. But I'd love to just see what it's like an anti-gravity machine i've no idea what it's doing but it just looks awesome just the whole thing because it looks like you're standing in a kayak but you're not and it's like a weird sort of fish tank underneath I, with a do you know what i've got to be honest with you she looked like she was just running in an unpoppable bubble to me that's what it looked like 
almost like yes. it, almost like <laughs> a, there's like a thread sword. on the bottom obviously running against it looked yeah. bizarre and it looked like it was a lot of fun yeah, no, <clears throat> and, and yeah hopefully Viv will be on that in about a month or two because she's obviously behind in her um, um injury but she was looking on and I think yeah she'll be on there soon enough but no it's good to see Beth running and good to see Beth smiling and, and clearly clearly enjoying being the center of attention as, as we know she, she does <laughs> so um it was a no it's a really nice clip and, and really good really good to see so um yeah um look forward to seeing her play again next season it was great to see Beth being there and happy and things like that. And then you got Viv in the background going, it's not my turn yet, which was quite nice. But obviously, she <laughs> needs to be back on the pitch and things like yeah. that. But it's going to come with time and it will be very interesting to see where this team is come their post-recovery the mm. towards the end of the um, pre-season as well. So, um as well, we'll we'll be talking about maybe a week, a couple of weeks before our first WSL game of the season, which is supposed to be the weekend after the first second of September. So, oh, I don't know. Yeah, hopefully they'll be fit by then. <laughs> well, that's the idea. Hopefully, but I think they'll it'll be dragged. They'll be brought on slowly. They'll be like. Um, to be gradually introduced again yeah. to the team. I think it's like, it's like, although if, in theory, if they both of them, obviously Viv won't be going up for World Cup duties, but it's still potential for Beth, and we know what Beth, Beth's like when she's got an idea in her head, she's going to go for it. So hopefully they just they both come back and they're fully fit, and there's no other or like other problems. I'm hoping that if Beth doesn't get selected. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm hoping that England just turn around to her and just say, if you want to carry on with your recovery. Sorry, Adam, I didn't get that. No, I didn't get that. You, your internet dropped. Oh. Um... No. No? Okay. Uh, <laughs> Quickly, <laughs> before we lose you. <laughs> before we lose you again. No. Oh. No, sorry, Matt. Continue what you were saying. So, I, I'm hoping that Serena just t- says to her, "Go, and uh, you'll come and you'll be training with us." Not like um, David Beckham did again in in South Africa, where he was just there for on the bench for no apparent reason, mm. just there just to train, and then she'll yeah. go when England do play, she'll be. Up in the, it should even be up in the well actually it'll be good good for her to be up in the stands away from the action because oh, yeah. no, I, I, I can't go through a imagine a George a Georgia Stanway um, last minute winner in the quarterfinal and Beth running around halfway up the other end of the field trying to chase after Georgia Stanway I don't think it'd be good for a lot of us oh no I think I think you're going Arsenal fans. Um, heart attacks if you start yeah. picturing that with her just starting running again if I'm honest with you um, although they didn't stop any carpenter when Leon won the Champions League when she did her ACL and you see her sprinting on the crutches mm. oh no definitely um, yeah so it'd be, it'd be it'd be interesting to see what happens um, over the next few oh, Oh, after this, because this is the last international break now, before the World oh. Cup in July. It's exciting times, and we've got some juicy fixtures, which we will right. get on to later, as 
England fans. Um, but I think something something else that is really before we get into the good stuff, I think something that needs to be talked about is the BBC commentary uh, yeah. from Hope Hal um, and her it's just her pronunciation and players' names. I mean, you've got, you've got we all know it's Kate McCabe. We had Kirsty McCabe come from her. She didn't even attempt to pronounce Laura Reinreuter's surname. <coughs> um, she called D'Angelo that keeper. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's for me personally, commentary is basic research. I know she's been around for a long time and it's a case of you just need to scrub up a little bit because there's new players that have come in, to what, especially for us. <laughs> Especially over the last two winter windows, you need to have a look at these players and it's, get to know them. It's it's very disappointing because yeah, Hope Powell is a legend. I mean, which is not a criticism of her personally. We we wouldn't be doing this if it wasn't for Hope Powell. You know, and she she exactly. has she put the lioness on the map. She is amazing. We love her. You know, thank God for Hope Powell. But unfortunately, yeah. He just had all. She just didn't look. She's just, it's almost out of her depth, and I'm worried if maybe the, the modern game has sort of surpassed her. Um, obviously she sadly lost her job at Brighton. Um, we'll obviously talk about a bit about Brighton later, but I think it's interesting looking at Brighton with the on the table now, and you wonder what was she doing at Brighton for the last five or so years? They haven't reached day, and you know I do wonder if maybe as as great as an icon as she is, whether she is, still has you know. The knowledge to manage this level, or even as we see, commentate this level. Um, as you said, there was um, couldn't pronounce, couldn't even be bothered to pronounce Veen Reuters' name. Well, she's been in circulation for ages. Yeah, she's been she's been yeah she's been in the league for a long enough time, over a year, for everybody to know how to pronounce her name. Um, Sabrina couldn't be bothered to you know call her name correctly, and just a real lack of knowledge. It's just very infuriating. And you know we, we we expect better. We don't expect much. We just expect uh, a level of competency to sort of know what you're talking about, especially if you've been brought in. If you've been brought in simply because you're the ex England manager, there are better. There are people who know the league better and more in depth who deserve the chance to be on the gantry with a microphone calling the game. Um, I should also just make a point that um, as much as we oscillating Hope Powell on this, it was actually uh, Reshman who called her Kirsty McKay twice in the uh, in the post match. With and uh, and and again. Brilliant presenter, there's a lot of great stuff. And I can sort of half excuse that if it's a slip of the tongue, you know, it was an exciting moment. You, I do it all the time on this podcast. I've said, you know, you know, things wrong. You know, I'll probably call Matt Michael at some point just because, you know, not not getting yeah, any work yeah. right. I even get you two mixed up. So, like, I had a period of time where I was calling it Matt Adam, 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 Matt yeah, sort of thing. And it's, I go, get it. Yeah, it should, should be doing a lot better. It is one of those things you look at, and uh, Michael uh, McCann, great commentator for the women's game, who's putting on a threat thread for, on Twitter for literally what he does. So he's got a video of what what goes on on match days. He then has threads what what goes on. If if there's anything like that, he doesn't know or doesn't know how to pronounce that get name. He's either he's going on asking supporters club. He's going asking in members of countries and it it comes really badly but you look at somewhere like arsenal arsenal are probably one of the best ones at the moment if you look at it when laura joined one of the first things arsenal did was made sure that they got 
Laura to pronounce her name so that we could get her name right and not get it wrong. They also did the same for Raffaele as well. There's yeah. a lot of people yeah. were calling her Raffaele and it's the R, the R in, is it Portuguese she speaks? Yeah. It's, it's a, basically a H sound. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, no, I, com I completely get it. It's just, it's, yeah. I think what I'm picking at is it's basic research that needs to be done. It does. Regardless of who you are, if that makes sense. It doesn't happen in the men's game. You don't have someone turning around and saying, uh, buoyancy macker or whatever for for a player. It, 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 it's all there, and all that research is there. It's there at your fingertips. If it's on your phone, it's on your tablet, it's on on your computers, and it, it all it needs is a click of a button or just searching. I, a lot of the stuff that we do, even on here, I might look up a stat like the Man City work, the game against Man City. Uh, just to see the shots or anything like that. That takes less than five seconds. No, agreed. It just seems like just, and it's not uh, like Meadow Park has rubbish signal because it doesn't. Uh, it's not the Emirates. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm still convinced they've got jammers on there because <laughs> before half time and after the game, yeah. I've got full five G network. So, but yeah, no, it's just, it's just it's just basic basic research. Um, I really don't like starting the podcast on a negative note like that. And does bring up a good point, though. Is that mm. We've got some legends in the game. You look at someone like Jill Scott, who'd be very yeah. intellectual and she'd be really good on the mic because she does love a good chat. Yeah. We know that for a fact. And that is why she's got her coffee shop. Yeah. Um, Imagine just going up to her coffee shop and just having a good old nutter with her. That'd be just absolutely amazing. It, it, it just begs the question... If someone like a Hope Powell is past the point where she ha she's able to do anything in football, and unless it's more of like a guidance, maybe she can do more of the uh, young development of the game instead of the um, looking after the senior teams and, and manage yes. those teams if she can't do what she wants. Um, I th and that's, I, honestly, if that was an audition for yourself trying to get a new job somewhere mm -hmm. it's a really poor mm. question i don't think bbc will call her back yeah no okay. i'll be interested yeah. many people have complained about her actually just yeah. those numbers I'm, i can't remember I'm, I'm, it's probably it's probably mostly i hate to say it, our fan, fan base because i've got to be honest with you and someone like i think who was it? Hasegawa. It took me a few times. I had to listen to that recording a few times before I even pronounced that. And it's easier for me to pronounce rumour than it is that, I'll be honest with you. But I'm I'm kind of one to talk because I'm the one who sits here, gets muddled up, I get tongue tied, I end up stuttering, do you know what I mean? So it's 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 not that I wanna have a go at her, but it's just a basic standard of professionalism maybe. Do you think? Yeah, and it, and it, and it's a lot. It's not. I mean, it's not just hope. Yeah, there's a lot of commentators who do oh, it. Oh no, and... it's not just her. But this is just the most recent thing that's really oh, yeah. stuck out. So, and we, we've sort of accepted it for so long. It's just like, oh, it's just part of things. Like, no, 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 no. We, we, no. This is no. We are. This is not the women's football of five years ago. You know, if we want to treat it like the premier product, when it's going to lots of people and lots of people watching and tuning in, and they're hearing. People say Medima and and Medema 
Um, and and yeah, exactly. And and Laura Williamson and calling Rafaela Gabrielle. Um, it Although just she it, does have a middle name with Gabrielle in it. Yeah. Well, yeah, but so we've got four Gabbies in. <laughs> four Gabbies. Well, yes. If you really if you really want to go down that route, um, it's just. But she she was the one who said she felt left out. Come on. <laughs> That was the interview. Just I know you both saw it. Of like a Spider-Man, the Spider-Man iconic would just point all four of them pointing to each other. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. definitely. That would be really good. I'll tell you what, that would make a nice, really nice uh, yeah, uh, poster. Afraid internet connectivity problems made dog this podcast. We we urge viewers to hang in. <laughs> uh, oh, God. So anyway. It's always fun in games when you do these. It's, it's not fun when it, unless someone has some sort of internet problems. Oh, yeah, no, 100%. 100%. Sometimes it's nice to have This is revenge for me mocking Lottie after hers fell over in, in yeah. uh, this time last week. So, yeah, you know, pretty it, much. It's just karma, karma pretty works. Much. This it is does karma. Do. It does work. I love a bit of karma, me. That is a typical for the Amina Margot. Which is mm. our game for the weekend. We had to wait till Sunday, but. Do you know what? I was all right with that. There was only one other game and I didn't really bother watching that. So, (laughs) Um, but Arsenal City. Um, So within five minutes, Chloe Kelly crosses, crossed into Bunny Shaw, headed from the centre of the box. I mean, what a header, I have to say, by Mm. Bunny Shaw. I mean, I do enjoy watching her as as an all-round player, but when it's against your own team, it's not fun. I mean... Matt, were you worried when we were 1-0 down within five minutes? It, well, I think what my main issue was, was within those first five minutes, I, I don't know if we're going to come to the incident of uh, Katie McCabe. We will. We'll get there. We'll get there. I'll leave that aside <laughs> because, uh, because just that. Isn't, you look at that goal, uh, it's a really good work goal and... What makes it even better is the fact that she's got the instinct to run back on herself and then to direct the header as well. That's such mm. a tough move to do that in almost two motions as mm. a whole. And I mean, she... it was 11 passes to get to that goal as well. That was what I found really interesting when I watched the uh, watched it back. It's, it's a very Man City goal. It's how Taylor sets the team up, the quick passing and movement. It's just, mm-hmm. it's so good. It was very reminiscent of the, of the game against City at the heart of, uh, well, away, where but this, the first goal came from ball across the floor and the second one came across ball across from the floor, which is why I believe Sabrina was in goal to begin with, because she would have come in, collected those, not a problem. Um, I think maybe Sabrina was a bit anxious and she wasn't, maybe fully aware of that of that threat as much as she would have done but I'm not going to take her away from that because she had a fantastic game throughout and oh. for me she was player of the match she was my charging angel <laughs> yeah. she was my she's she was the my D angel of the, of the north yeah no exactly if anyone see my picture is there <laughs> yeah no if anyone is about do go and check Adam's page out he's mean to players on to how do I put this famous locations in England <laughs> yeah so yeah. Sabrina, <laughs> absolutely absolutely yeah. 
Um, no, it was, I mean, the goal, I mean, the, you can see the defensive mistakes. McCabe didn't get to Chloe in time. Lotta lost Shaw in the box. So that was a that was a real annoyance of what, and it was so early in the game. Um, but that is how Gareth Taylor and Man City play. Um, they are very, when they are allowed to do that, they are very good and they're very good to watch. I think what Adam was trying to talk about was the fact that Man City did what they did the first time around. Mm-hmm. And that, and we just didn't know how to cope. And that was the issue. The fact of the matter is that like, they scored first and they could have it could have quite easily gone on and been more. Um Lauren Hemp, I won't talk about one of the, one of the ones oh he's left again. Okay. That's right. It's, <laughs> it'll, it'll pop up in a second. He's on mute at the moment. So yeah, just to yeah, just Lauren Hemp had so many opportunities and she didn't look mm-hmm. the Lauren Hemp of England when she steps onto the pitch for for England. She's this I don't want to call her an animal or a beast, but it, it's almost like she's uh, she, a different kind of player. Yeah, is that she, she she is a lioness. I think that's the best way. Is she she will prowl across that pitch and she will roar. Yeah. Oh no, hundred percent. But sometimes. As I've said previously, she just looks so tired. England rely on her heavily. So does so does her team. I do wonder if mentally this season she is that that's been the problem for her because sometimes she just even when the camera does pan to her, she looks so out of it. She just looks knackered. She's only four goals this season, hasn't she? She's four. She's on four goals, I think. Um, yeah. For me, she's four. And that once she spooned over the bar. Mm-hmm. Tuck that away like Ford did against Spurs. That, you know, you have to take those chances. Um, then it's, yeah, what? Yeah, no, most definitely. I completely, completely agree with that. Um, but back to my original question were we worried when we were 1 0 down? No, nah. Yes. Really? I wasn't. I was quite calm about it, I, actually. I really. wish I had your optimism. Just the, the, the what I was watching. After Bayern Munich, this was no problem. Well, um, hopefully the insect can last long enough for me to explain this. Um, I, the, <laughs> just because I, I saw Manchester City just smother us, just just mm-hmm. like just just the midfield. Just we had no no creativity, no passing. I think we had one minor moment where Steena almost got through, and you're just thinking, what well, I need some. We'd seen Ford go off injured. You know, we, we'd seen McKay pick up a silly booking because she'd lost her temper and donked Chloe Kelly on the head, which was very funny, but was quite rightly put. And and you're just seeing just like, what, give me what, what is happening that that will make me think you get back into the game? Because I I used to be, have the delusion that Arsenal win every game, but that was about 10, you know, 10 15 years ago when I started supporting Arsenal. That's gone. So I have to look at the facts in front of me. And what I'm saying is Arsenal, yes, they were sort of wrestling their way back into the contest. We hadn't gone two goals down. If we'd gone two goals down, game over. Because we were only one goal, I thought, OK, we're in touch. If Jonas can just get in there and make a few tweaks. And fair play to him in the second half. I mean, you know, we targeted Kasagawa. We targeted Shaw. Shaw had about four defenders on her, so she couldn't head a ball. And we basically marked Kasagawa at the game. And suddenly, we were playing football. And it was a game not of, like, fluency, but of fighting, of just resilience and courage and just... You know, I don't. It's not all about you know how great we look and great. It's just about fighting on the pitch, not not like you know two foot tackles, but 
just you know with grit and determination and that's what it was and ultimately when man city were knocked out their stride they they couldn't do their their, their passing went off their, their their plan went off and that is the problem with gareth taylor's man city once you knock them off their stride one things don't go their way they can't do what they want yeah. to do and they don't just, they make half a ton of mistakes as well yeah the mistakes yeah. i saw in that second half was just unbelievable i was actually quite surprised Steph Horton. Uh, i've watched a fair few city games this year but i haven't consistently done it so yeah i was, I was reasonably surprised considering what happened up at the academy ground yeah i know um, wonder doesn't it yeah it does it's really like mm, okay but 10 minutes in okay he gets a yellow card um she's now suspended for mm. the next game one yeah it's many yeah. nights away mm. <sighs> <laughs> that's the one person we need but hopefully hopefully steph catley will be back <coughs> fingers crossed please and i'm hope i'm really hoping that ford's injury is not too bad has anyone heard anything she's um, withdrawn from australia and it's a hamstring as adam oh, was no. if it's about two weeks though we might have her in right as he might does. be okay but what does this mean for australia both of the arsenal players have withdrawn and they're playing england um, well, hopefully we can you know, just leave Sam Kerr. So, you know, she's, she's just going to have to rely on them, her, isn't she, for the goals? Oh, yeah, no, no, definitely. So, but it kind, it kind of makes me a little bit relieved they're not going. But yes. obviously they're injured, so it's not great. No, no. Um, but, yeah, so just, it's good news, but it's not great news. But anyway, this yellow card for Katie, it was basically <laughs> because she had an argument with the ref. And you know when she loses her rag. Katie will argue yep. back when she thinks she's right. But initially, what I don't understand about this whole thing, the whole incident, Chloe Kelly stepped off the pitch, was one foot, and didn't move out of the way. If you see Katie had a, the ball behind her head, ready to throw in, what's Chloe Kelly doing? She does this a lot. Um, a lot of people don't actually see this mm. in her game. Right. She likes mm. to mess people around. Uh, it's a, I wouldn't call it a Katie Kincaid move because essentially Katie I, she likes to wind people up whereas I think Chloe Kelly she she's more of an antagonist anti, anti, yeah thank you Adam <laughs> she'll she'll keep on going she'll she won't she won't know whereas Katie will draw the line unless you've gone and to try to two foot one of the players and Katie's come in with a, with a fight North London derby style for Ashley Neville <laughs> Um, oh no! But, what was that, the other one's name that she had a fight with? Was it begins with, begins with a C? I can't remember. I can't stand oh, she it. She left in the summer, didn't she? As yes, well, she did. Well. She did. Um, so that 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 was that was the highlight of that game for me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, this is a lot of it. I, I live, a lot of I've seen a lot of think people turn around going that's a red card because she's endangered players. No, Chloe Kelly stepped stepped in her way to make sure that she's not been able to take a quick throw. In yeah. that inc- incident, I would have given Corey Kelly the yellow card, not Katie oh, McKay. Because I, Kate, I was trying to play the ball. For, yeah. for me, it's silly. But initially, because... her card was given for talking back to the refs because the refs don't have it anymore. I thought it was for Which, her, fair, for me, fair enough. I thought it was for her just literally just donking it on her head. And for that, I thought, that's just stupidity. No, I, I did watch it back. And I, I, think it was, I think it was Vicky Sparks that was sitting with Hope. And she said, yeah, yeah it's for her basically talking back. Yeah. Um, not for the actual incident. If it was for the actual incident, I think I would be turning around and asking the FA, like, that's not a yellow card. Oh, if, yeah, you no, saw, totally if you saw great. that in the men's game, that's not a yellow card. They would turn around and go, uh, 
that's if they would have done a yellow card to the player who did it, uh, who oh, stepped yeah. in the way, because you've yeah. seen, yeah. seen it happen a couple of times actually. Mm-hmm. Ben White does that to our own players as well, doesn't he? We've seen him do it a few times this <laughs> season. Yeah, he just doesn't care. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but like I do, what I do. Another thing I do want to bring up is Bunny Shaw. I feel for actually deserved a card, not about five minutes later. <laughs> She uh, kind of stepped, well, she went in for the ball. As I, I, it looks like she got the ball, but she also stamped on Katie McCabe's ankle, took her boot off with it, mm. and nothing was done. Is it because it's not Katie McCabe that's I doing know. it? I think it's just the fact that the referee was woefully inconsistent, as it was in the Bayern game. Um... These sort of incidents have been going for a long time, though. Because um, actually, again, Bunny Shaw, I think it might have be the instant you're talking about where mm-hmm. she, she actually goes through the legs of Leah Volti as well and Leah's down on the floor and oh, she plays okay. play on. Now Yeah, no, I remember that. That was a bad yeah, foul. That should have been a yellow for me. Oh yeah, no, definitely. Because you've gone through the back of someone but she's just said play on. Um we talk about player referees and inconsistencies and things like that. I've, I always coin the term consistently inconsistent. Yeah. And it's more so in the women's mm. game because you think about Leopold's was down on the floor with a nosebleed um, and almost almost looked like she'd, um, she'd been in the... I don't really want to say it, but she was almost in... Like she'd gone, gone to war and uh, almost mm. very butcher style because the blood was everywhere. It was just ridiculous. Um, yeah. We need... A, a, if If... This, if we're talk, caught, talking about a professional league, if the commentators and the co-commentators are not saying the names properly or not bothering to do the research, if the referees are being inconsistently consistent, if the if the referees are also saying we're professionals, they're not caught. This is not a, a professional league. If you're not doing, if you're not, they need to be able to mm. at the end of the season turn around and go right. How do we make this fully professional? Make the referees full time. Yeah. Make sure that you've got people that are know what they're talking about in the media or in the gantries, and mm-hmm. just learn from your mistakes. It, 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 I'm sure a lot of these of the media people they'll go through oh, what what games we've got this week. Oh, this week I've got the final easement. Right, okay. So I've got to do this, this, and this for that. Yeah. I, I expect Laura Woods will be on the final easement. So she'll have a load of notes and things ready. Oh no, definitely. The thing is, like, for 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 people like us and obviously Woodsy, we know all about the England girls. Whereas I look at Brazil, I can name two people that I know of. I don't know anything about anybody else. Possibly three, if we. But I don't know if she's, if Gia's been called up. Do you know what I mean? She wasn't. But I no. So there you go. So two, and that is the, the oh. legendary master, and of course Rafaeli. <laughs> Oh, I'm surprised yeah. you didn't put, throw in Davina in there as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly, it's a name I know, but I don't know know her. Do you know what I mean? That's, so it's it's it's, it's, a, it's a case of research. But back back to the moment we got back in the game, and that's Frida Leahards and Marnham right foot shot from centre of the box to centre of goal. That was a bit of a scramble goal, wasn't it? It was just last minute. You just watch all these bodies bodies pile in front of the ball, trying to get the ball in the net. And then somehow Frieda managed to sort of, I think she nutmegged Steph, I think it was Steph Houghton, and it went straight through. Mm. And it was just, she's done it again. 
She's back. Just before Player of the season. Are you with us? Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, okay. yeah go on, Adam. So I'll be again. I'll be quick as I can. So we talked about mistakes earlier. Steph Orton mistake. Great defender. Legendary Lioness. I just think maybe again, a bit like Hope Powell. Maybe time is time to catch up on it because that was that was it. That was the only way we we're going to get into it. A wonder goal or fair mistake. And luckily we got both. Um, the it was just the clear the, the cross from Maritz. You know, it just she the, the way she tried to block it. It was. Do you remember that video of Harry Maguire warming up when he leans forward and waves his back? leg in the air. It's, it was like that. It was a weird sort of scorpion sort of block. And all it did was suddenly get suddenly Steiner suddenly got a clear run to the byline and the yeah. Man City defence was just all over the shot. Absolute um, mess defensively. And thankfully we had a bit of composure in Molnum and got the equaliser. And um, from then on, um, you know, so, suddenly the game's on, the title charge is on, it, you know, we're, we're back from the brink. And um, I just think completely unsettled Man City. I think after that, there was only ever going to be one winner. And it's just, again, grit and fight. And um, thankfully, we didn't, um, yeah, we, we managed to get that, uh, the equaliser. Interestingly, that goal was technically assisted by Katie McCabe, which is crucial when you consider that the inverse had happened for the next goal. And in fact, the, the two of them in attack dragged us off the canvas. Um, and, you know, massive flowers to both of them because they won that game for us and we, you know, what what a what a what a run of games McCabe's having. She's she's having a right. She's had a purple yeah. patch just when we needed her the most. Oh yeah, no, definitely. I mean, I don't, I think her her foot's okay after we saw her in that boot. I think she's actually. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's just the same. I mean, if you're not injured, get out, get out, get it out, get get it off. Yeah, no, yeah, exactly. But if, I'd rather be precautionary than if there's something wrong. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So, but I did. I've got a shout out to the Arsenal admin. That video did make me laugh. That was absolutely brilliant. Um, it was even more infuriating because I discussed that joke with um, Alice on the way to the pub and I was thinking, yeah. oh, the, the ambulance meme. And I got to the pub and it was all over Twitter. And I thought, <laughs> I've lost my moment because I went for a pint. I missed the chance to get in oh, first. Everybody so are you was telling me that Mr. Aiden Small beat you to it? <laughs> yes, he did. He did. Human. But brilliant. it was a good Round video. Round of applause and, to you, Aiden, uh, honestly. You beat him. It's finally, finally nice to see one. Pick him to the post. You know yeah. what? Because normally you're quite off the, hot off the bat with that stuff, Adam. I do try to be as quick as I can, but no, Aiden was. was and and honestly, the production value was a lot higher and it was a lot better than what I would have done. So, fair play. Oh, no, definitely. He even got Katie at the end. It was great. I do look at that goal, though, and it reminded me a little of what happened in Munich, where we had the corner and Paul yes. comes in, he's bundling the run of the box, and all we need is someone to just hit it, just smash it, and and it goes in. And unfortunately, mm. it doesn't fall. I, th- I think we learned a lot from that oh. this time. Frida just went, I'm hitting this, and mm. bang, it goes in. Even, oh, you know, yeah, definitely. Even completely. We've learned a lot, I think, from these games, especially the European games, where yeah. it's going to help us. Whereas if you look at someone like um, a City or United, that's not that's going to more likely hinder them come the title, cha- title challenge. <laughs> I no, put it in brackets because I'm, I'm still awaiting the United, uh, as always, crumble. I don't know. You know they've been well, scarily... Just wait and as see. Just wait and see. Doing, That's all I've I'm got hoping, to say on the subject. Hoping, I'm hoping they're going to crumble, but they've been scarily consistent so far. 
So you just until that happens, you know. Well, the crumble, the crumble might be coming out of the oven sooner or later. Good. So preferably around the nineteenth of April. But anyway. Sorry, go on, Matt. No, I was I'm getting my... I mean, United were playing themselves, apparently. <laughs> United have got City when we've yes. got Chelsea. Yes, that as well. Ooh. So, everyone's got... When everyone's looking at these pictures, everyone's going, who would you rather be in this situation? Everyone's going, oh, I'd rather be Chelsea. But I'm thinking, you've got to beat the best to be... Just be the best. Yeah. And be the best as well. And... I wouldn't change anything this season, if I'm honest. The, the victories, the highs, the lows. This has been the most Arsenal season you could ever wish for. You've had the injuries, the inconsistency, the, oh God, what's happening in around January? To, oh great, we've got some new recruits and we've got some really exciting players coming through the doors. Mm-hmm. And we've got players, yeah, yeah, winning a trophy. <laughs> around poles in... Um, Katrina Muller cool playing in, for some reason on the right wing every five minutes. Um, but it, I wouldn't change a thing because this team just has the me- momentum and they have this belief. And I did mention, I think I mentioned um, a long time ago that Jonas had this aura about him. And this aura is just spreading over this team at the moment to have that belief yeah. that they can go as far as they can. and. And that belief is keeping them going, and that momentum is the never say die. I, I, I saw a, when I saw that at half time, I didn't know if we could get back into that game, and I was proven wrong, and I was so happy about it. Just, oh, no, definitely. Just, I think you're. I'm really glad we got Man United really quickly off the international break. I want to get them out of the way as quick as we can whilst we're sort of riding this crescent, because after that, suddenly, all but one of the fixtures look extremely winnable. And if we win, if you beat Manchester United, suddenly the entire season is just flipped off the top. There's just flipped ahead of the sun. It's like, well, we're in a decent position with top three. Um, I'd say all but one of those Chelsea, you know, could go either way. But all of them think we've got a good chance here. When beforehand. No, not again. Yeah, it, I heard beforehand and then it cut off. Um, oh, I was just basically saying before at uh, half time. Am I back? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I was just saying at half time we were clinging on to literally being on in, in now we're well back in the mix of it, which you know, thanks to a wonder goal, a Galazzo from the one and only. Yeah. Katie McKay. Katie McKay. I think I think I've got to actually play this voice note, I'm afraid. I mean this <laughs> actually sums up the whole game and obviously to the audio listeners and youtube listeners we're all in a whatsapp group um i was over on arsenal mr mr arsenal tv um Mm. matt was at home and adam was at the game and i've got got to say appreciate matt Matt a bit here he's he's been wanting a katie mccabe banger for a while now but this Mm. was his reaction yeah! <laughs> I, I was on a live stream. <laughs> it's a banger. I told you it was coming. <laughs> That's the yeah. most passionate Matt's <laughs> shout in a while. I mean, we, we, where, where this? is this? Have you not, seen, have you not seen that picture that I took of him when we won the Euros? Oh, no, that that's, is that, no, that's incredible. incredible. 
No, I've that's the passion that was of an sin, accident. but I've heard it now. <laughs> I'm probably one of the worst people and best people to probably watch a match with because either you're going to be like, who's this idiot that I'm sitting next to screaming his head off every five minutes? Or Do you I'm... know what? I, won't, I wouldn't have it any other way. I'm exactly yeah. the same. I'm exactly yeah. the same. Um, like, even when I can't see, I, I sit stand there and I'm like, so if they're down in the, by themselves, stand, I had him sitting there commentating. I know where the ball is because I can hear him because that's what he does at games. Yeah. He does his own commentary just to really? keep the nerves. It's sad, that's sad. right, isn't it? It's not yeah, sad it's, it's, at it's, all. It's, it's really it's handy. Oh, I know. It's nothing to be embarrassed about because you're bloody brilliant. No, no. You would have done a be- better job than most of the commentary- commentators we do get. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> oh, yeah, I should say, just to, obviously, the viewers of a nervous disposition, do not go on Twitter and see me jumping up and down in the stand. <laughs> you know like, what? That was fantastic, Adam, because you... You do. You have this thing. Whenever you're on TV and Arsenal win, and they do capture you, you you're so up at the moment. Yeah. And it, you do. It, it you does. Do. It's, it's fantastic. You you're out there punching and you get waving your scarf around and everything. I, I, just, think, I, just, I should have more self-control. It's it's, it's embarrassing. It's, yeah. It's, in that, that moment, that moment that, it's quite, football, there is no no need for self-control. In, in, in that like, moment of ecstasy, bliss, all self-control goes out the window, and you're just one with the moment. With, Adam, with, with, the, with the group and everything. Adam, you've you stood there with me and you know what I'm like at football. I'm a different person. I'm not cool, calm and collected as I am now on the podcast. I am an absolute hooligan. I will sit there. I will scream my head off. I will insult the refereeing me. decisions. I will swear like a trooper. Oh, no, I think it's the phrase, the phrase is sailor, isn't it? Swear like a sailor. So, and, and it just, it's also a case of like, it just gets rid of all the stress stress for the day yes, sort of thing. So, and it does make us all feel good honestly i mean we all just heard what matt's reaction to katie's goal so and that 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 was all of us but obviously this was captured in a moment this was um in a moment. it was and the moment if you ever get a chance look at the bench cam and watch as mccabe is smothered by the coaching staff she ran over to us because obviously i was lucky it was behind the dugout she ran the pylon and he just you felt in that moment that they'd slipped. I think again, Manu and Chelsea, they'd blown winning positions like that already this season. And you just felt with Beattie coming on, going to the back three, you just felt, no, they weren't going to let this one go. They, they've they learned. You can no. tell it. They've you learned throughout the season. And the rest of the, I mean, it was nerve wracking watching the clock, but the way mm-hmm. they, they professionally sought out the game, I think they had one chance. I think it was, I think it was, was Alexandra with a long punt, which we tipped over. Oh, I and about the, um, Alex Horton uh, free kick. Well, Steph Horton. Oh, you're doing the same. Alex Horton. <laughs> think, yeah, I think you know Alex Greenwood and then Steph Horton. Do you, know so, what, do you know what, Adam? We, me and you have been waiting <laughs> to do that for about two or three weeks now. Yeah. We've got him. <laughs> we got it. We finally got him. And, and Steph did, Horton we, free kick. We didn't yes. even have to do anything either. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, the Steph Horton free kick was a bit nervy, but thankfully um, our player, was it more? Was it Lots of Mornham? Um, took one for the team, flushing the face, and luckily we got a, a head injury timeout. Yeah, no, she did, but that, that was kind of square square on. At first, I thought she fell over McCabe, and then I looked yes. I looked on the floor, and I went, oh, no, there's lots on the floor. Um, so she was a bit in shock. I was a bit worried about her because she was sitting there. She was shaking her head. She was mm. a bit dazed. So I was a bit worried, but I was glad she managed to get up and got moving again, to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, I've actually got a really interesting question for you guys. With the with it being now three points in it for the whole title race, mm. was this the perfect game? 
at this point in the season. In terms of us or in terms of a WSL in general? Uh, both. So WSL in general, fantastic. This is the drama we want. We don't want a one team possession winning it every year unless it's us doing the possessioning. But as a terms of this is the first time I think we've got a proper four way in mm-hmm. in for the title, usually it's maybe two, usually Arsenal and Man City will be chasing Chelsea. Four teams have a genuine shout for the title and Chelsea mm-hmm. aren't even in the first place slot at this point in the season. And you need to have every team taking points for one another. One of the reasons we didn't beat Chelsea last season, apart from us, is the fact that the likes of Man City didn't take a point of Chelsea last season. Neither did Manchester United. You know, the, no, but now the thing got, is, yeah. I think with Man City, you need to remember they haven't taken points off them in about five years. Yeah, until obviously this Yeah, until the, last week. Yeah. <coughs> but you've got us beating Man City, you've got Man City beating Chelsea, you've got Chelsea beating Man United, you've got Man United beating us. It's just mm-hmm. there's no there's no dead certs now. And this is what we need. The, the, all of a sudden now we're, we're dragging, we're dragging Chelsea down mm-hmm. to earth, to us with these results so absolutely and narratives and drama 100 percent. you don't want a, a bundesliga where buy and win it you know every season you want the idea that oh the team who's actually leading or joint top won't guarantee win the league so narrative wise brilliant the chance of arsenal going from fourth to well it was it, was, it wasn't joint second well it was just second place we didn't yeah. um still three points by man united yeah. it, I think it was we, we've got the second highest amount of goals scored so it'd be second yeah. And you've got games in hand thrown into mix. Um, I, I think from a confidence boost perspective, massive. We had, we've had we only taken one point out of the uh, three games against the, the, the bigger team, shall we say, because we, we had two defeats and, and a, uh, a draw. So we've won one, thankfully. We've now got two away from home, but the confidence we'll have. You know, we've, we've come from behind against Bayern. We've come from behind against Chelsea in the Conti Cup. We've now come from behind against Manchester City in the league and mm-hmm. done it with, with just pure fight and sheer willpower i think we can ride if we ride this crest yeah we could do it and if not first we could get a second and that's that's great that's great that's a great season and then we move on with a fitter squad um i'd say don't blow this don't do what man city did lose immediately after winning a really getting impressive result go again you know now go and beat manchester united otherwise this defeat will sort of mean nothing they beat manchester united in their own backyard and then suddenly the league is is yours just go just go for it and just just go for it one thing that does worry me is that with everything going on had we been chelsea at home they wouldn't have that point advantage we would have that two-point advantage and we would be in a better position. Yeah, but now. if we'd been in Manchester United at home, if you'd hung, hung on for those three points, we'd be five points forever at the table. I'm, I'm, I'm not something that I was trying to just explain, that it had Chelsea have the chance to win the title again by a point. It'd be annoying, but at the same time... I'd it'd be really it. irritating, but they've got to win something. Whereas you look at... Um, Further down the table as well, if you're talking about WSL, Leicester mm. beat Reading at the weekend. Mm. That means yeah, no, Reading that, down that, How many points do they need now to be safe? Because, I mean, yeah, it was a last minute from Carrie Jones, wasn't it? A 96 minute? It's usually 16 points to be safe, but and you, couldn't, you couldn't say for certain how many points you're going to need to stay, stay up because it's almost, you've got, is it five, five teams that are still on 14 or less points? So, 
Yeah. Interesting thing on the Leicester game is they won it with a late winner, but of course, early in the season, they lost to Reading with two, with Rachel Rowe, I think it was, two 90 minutes. So a bit of vengeance there for Leicester. Um, Yeah, no, definitely. And I'd written off Leicester. Especially with them being at home as well. That must Mm. be really good for them. I'd I'd written off Leicester. I'd signed off their um, their their relegation, um, you know, certificate. I, I I thought they were gone. Now they're <laughs> off the bottom, although Brighton have games in hand. Yeah. You think, well, hang on a yeah. minute. They're just one or two wins. Suddenly, they're only two points behind Spurs. Just one win yeah. defeat, and suddenly Spurs yeah. are gone. That which is a really no. tough prospect. But anyway. <laughs> no, no, it could be interesting. I mean, because even they they lost two one at last minute, the ninety fourth minute over the weekend, mm. thanks to <laughs> Aggie Beaver Jones. Yes. Yeah. Yes. yes. So it's just mad. I mean, think those, 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 I think Leicester, the Tottenham, and the Tottenham games are going to be absolute drama to the end of the season. Would I mean, Arsenal, just didn't fluke it, lose it like that. Would Arsenal finishing top and Spurs finishing bottom make it the perfect WSL season? As long as we finish above them, I don't care. Well, no, Take Tottenham days is two games away in men's football, and it's already arrived for the women's, women's so. team. In the women's team, if Arsenal win the league and Spurs get relegated in the same WSL season, does that make oh, it? Oh, that'd be glorious. I know. Glorious. That's what I mean. Imagine. Absolutely <laughs> glorious. I do no, apologise. I'm not. I'm not actually. I'm going to clean my ears and clean that. But Matt, how would how would that feel like? Oh my god. I'll just go back because Adam was talking about other leagues and he was talking about Bayern winning. Bayern haven't won their the Frommbanzer's Liga for about three or four years. Wolfsburg have been winning those league that league season after season. You look at the French league and it's always Lyon up there, PSG up close, but that's about it. You look in the the Italian league at the moment, it's now Roma taking charge over Juventus because Juventus have a bit of a collapse this season. And then you've got a third, a third and fourth race between both Milans. It's it's just this season across Europe and women's football as a whole has changed. And I think we're going to be thankful because of the Euros that how much it's changed and how much it's going to help develop. Because we talk about this legacy and, OK, there's a legacy close to home, but there's also a legacy in Europe. We're now seeing that we've got that there is a potential that Arsenal could finish fourth, win the Champions League, and then be in the Champions League next season. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's the same situation as Chelsea, but it never it never occurs to anyone to see what the big picture is with, um, with the leagues. Is it going to be uh, expansions? Is it going to be a second European competition? These are all in the pipelines. These are all dreams that we're probably having that will be the case in probably uh, five years' time. But the league at the moment is just every, everything's up for grabs and at both ends of the table. And it's almost, uh, well, actually, it's actually, for me, more exciting than the men's at the moment because it's not. It's a case of only one, per, one team can go down. Can, if Tottenham go down, the question is, can they go back up again? Um, you look at other teams. Liverpool had to do it two in, in two seat. Did it in two seasons. Um, Bristol have taken three seasons. So it's it it will be a, it will be interesting to see what happens if they do go down. But 
at this moment in time, anything's po possible. But no, should Tottenham go next, down? Is it next season that we've got new ruling for two up, two down? Is yes, that right as well? Is there a new chip? Is, is there a new ruling for two up, two down? Yeah, I think that I, I saw something the other day, and I got Matt to explain it to me, but can't get. That's the easiest way I can, I can sum it up. Is two up and two down. Yeah. Up into the championship, but not promotion and relegation for a, into the Super League or the championship. That's a shame. I know. I know the Leicester oh, manager was calling for that. 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 that would mean that he was safe. So I can understand why he was calling for it. But he has absolutely correct in what he was saying, though. Expansion is needed. If Tottenham do go down, the amount of players that they're going to lose because of yeah of it uh, beth england's only just signed so i wouldn't imagine that she'd want to stay there no, no she's not going to she's a lioness she wants to be a lioness she'll mm. she'll come back up to someone i i still think she would have been better off at leicester if i'm honest yeah me too completely agree yeah but she would have to move house and mark mm. it's easier to stay in london and just go to another london club maybe west ham could have picked her up yeah she would have done all right there you never know she could go to crystal palace yeah, Never know. Come up. yeah mm -hmm. should she, I reckon she'd get them up eventually. Very much. Yeah, no, but that that wraps up all of our WSL action. Um, so that was a good weekend as far as I was concerned. Three points in it for the title race. Move on to something a little bit more exciting. It's the international break. Finally. <laughs> <laughs> Finally. Um, I'm a little bit smug about this. I find I got finalism and tickets at the last minute, so I am down on the halfway line opposite the tunnel. Really, really super excited for it. The finalism is my England v Brazil. So, so, so excited at Wembley. But I think something that needs to be talked about is this new England kit. I was not impressed with it when I first saw it leaked on for your headlines. I thought it was plain, I thought it was boring, especially because I'd seen the Adidas ones first for Spain. Japan, Germany. I was like, oh my god, they're beautiful. And then I looked at England's one, and I was like, don't want to see that. But the only positive I can take away from that is those blue shorts. As 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 a woman, mm. blue shorts are a lifesaver, mm. especially when it's that time of month. I know Beth Mead and Georgia Stanway were absolutely meant talking about it, and Nike have actually listened. Um, <laughs> I know for a lot of women out there playing football in white shorts isn't a big red flag, especially at the time of month. And it's it's, it's not it's not great. Like running around and constantly worrying that you're gonna leak, it's not great. But I'm really pleased with Nike that they've got the blue shorts and I've got to say that away kit's growing on me. It's got like that bruised banana effect. I don't know if you boys agree, but go on Adam, you go. Yeah, um I, it came to my mind because when we we're watching the Man City play. They obviously have their, um, they've changed their short colours. Um, sadly, Arsenal haven't done it yet, but apparently there has been discussion on it and the players are happy with the, the shorts they're wearing. But a lot of a lot of clubs, a lot of teams are making this move and quite frankly, it's you know, a long time coming. That England have taken that step and brought, I know there's probably maybe a mixed response to it, but they um, stock enough that both you know men and women can buy this kit. Because we all remember some of the issues we had with the kit at the Euros. A lot of people. Wasn't it last year they had about? I think I think oh. Tim Stillman made this joke. Hopefully, Nike has got stocked more than six men's kit yeah. kits for this season. Because I know. Cause yeah. I think even if shorts, fair enough. I know some people aren't quite sold on the designs, but having, but also we should say, look at the um, 
kits with some of the other um, other teams. Yeah. Um, there's some pretty impressive uh, strips out there. Uh, definitely. I mean, I liked I liked Sweden's that much. I thought I'd go and grab a Swedish Stina Blackstania shirt. I'm even considering grabbing Mano Uvabuchi in Japan, the Japan shirt as well. So, but for this for the Spain shirt, I really like it. But it's got to be Alexia, hasn't it? If you're going to pick a player from Spain, it's got to be Alexia. Or maybe maybe own a battle because she's been brilliant. I do enjoy Matty watching up. her play. Bon Matty. Yeah. Oh yeah, there's Bon Matty as well. There's, there's, there's so many to choose from in that team, but the, fir- the first name on my list would be Alexia. Hopefully she's mm. fit to, fit for the World Cup, but we'll see. I don't know what the late, latest uh, information is on her at the moment, unfortunately. There's a but, chance she could play in the new camp against Chelsea. I think that's nice. what she's saying. But, oh, uh, yeah, that I was right. I completely it. forgot I did say that on the previous podcast, didn't I? Face <coughs> <Nice> pop moment. <laughs> just, yep. just to go over everything, this was the shirt that people can get. And yeah. I love it. And my main problem with it is mm-hmm. that we've now moved on to another shirt. Yeah, no, but I, I, just, I understand why Nike have changed it because if you look at that kit, those shorts are completely white. I, I get, I get that. That's fine. That, yeah. That's fine. I don't have a, what I have a problem with is that the shirt, the whole of the kit has effectively changed. Oh, they okay. Yeah. Okay. Had the blue shorts with the hollow. The, actually, the hollow. yeah, no, that would, yeah, we could have actually done that. That would have looked really nice. On the new shirt, I'm so for the YouTubers. I'm, I'm, but if for the audio. Basically, what's changed on this shirt is you've got the uh, on the shoulders. It's almost like a blue blue uh, curve right at the top. Yeah. Um, which almost makes it look like it's for a. You know, the US had a kit in. I think it was the two thousand six Men's World Cup. Um, yeah, actually, that's you know the what? sort I didn't of style that, that. that it looks like. Where where and if you look a bit closely on the uh, on the um, new women's one. Someone made this comment. I, I forget who did, but you know when you went to your grandparents and they had yeah. these gobbly things on the wall, on the wall or on the ceiling. That's what the shirt looks like up really close. It it feels very not nobbly. I'm going to say nobbly bobbly, but people probably. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Do you know what you say nobbly bobbly, and I think of the ice cream. Yeah, that's that's one. <laughs> it's, it's it's very much um, lumps and bumps. I think it's probably the best term. Okay use because it but i just this i think this shirt that i'm holding yeah. the euros winning shirt and on the clock 2023 shirt it, it it had another year in it i mm. think it did i think it did it should have lasted till the next year if i'm honest with you for me personally does, does, like, it, does the new shirt have anything like to say that we're european champions no uh, oh, that's, you that's, can't have a you can't have a star unless it's a World Cup. I don't it's know. It's like, like an emblem, just like say on the shoulder, saying "We won the Euros," ha ha, or something. You know. <laughs> I d- I d- that's the other thing as well. And that won't mean anything to the to, to likes of Australia, New Zealand, and sure. say Brazil. Well, the World Cup of it. I don't know if you're going to be able to see that, but it says yeah. "Centre Victorious." Oh wow! No, mm. no other show has has that so I, I don't know if they're going to change it i don't know if they'll have anything like that on the inside now they, because they might they might it might be he send him 
Yeah, but you'd imagine that'd be more for the men's than the women. You yeah, do. but if you, uh, I, when you say that, the first thing I think of is the national anthem. Mm. So yeah, maybe, so maybe it's that, is or it's something send, else. Sorry. Is it send uh, them victorious? Or was send it, or her victorious. Or? Send her. I don't know no, if you can be able to see that. Not maybe. quite. It's a bit blurry, Matt. No. Yeah. Yeah. So it does yeah. say send her victorious for those that are wondering on the uh, audio. But yeah. that away kit, I'm very, it, it, I'm very worried. I compare about it to it. the white one. I'm sorry. Yeah. When I compare it to the men's, gee, it, I, I like it, but it's just again, if it, it feels the mix of the grey and the blue, it's almost like they tried to do the a mixture of the, was it the 1986 away kit, which was blue, yeah. and the the 96. Um, away kit which was grey they yeah. sort of merged them together mm. and that's what we've got which yeah. okay, it does look good as a concept but at the same time imagine if you're playing japan japan have got, have got a blue and white kit on yeah white. and then they've got the pink and purple so it's one gonna though. Be a kit clash yeah no of course and then we'd have to wear the away the, the away is. or something or they would have to wear oh. their away kit because it's it's, it's i'm pretty PG sure either way it'd be a kit clash Oh, we'll have to wait and see what 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 sort of comes up. Really, I mean, it's just it's just the case to see see what happens. Oh, Adam it was, looks like he's about to say something. Sorry, God. <laughs> yeah. In a more humorous note, have you seen the kit shoots of the players? Yes. Uh, there's a very humorous one of Georgia Stanway. Yeah. Um, yes. Who, someone very, yes. Someone has very cleverly turned into a Home Alone poster. Um, oh which, yeah, no, I, uh, I saw is, that one. That was absolutely brilliant. I mm, think I, I, just, I also got sent a TikTok of it all. And what I found really interesting is was when the girls are standing there having their front shots, they've got pegs holding their shirts back. Pegs. They've actually got oh, pegs like on the back. Symphony. Yeah. What I'll do is I'll send it to you guys later. But well, like... actual pegs to hold the material in place because the shirt's like maybe too big. So for example, I think Lotta had it. It was just too big. Whereas someone like Millie Bright and Rachel Daly, they like theirs a bit looser. Their shirts were a bit mm. looser, so they didn't have any. And I, I thought it was really quite odd. It's that's so like tight thing. around the front. Yeah, so it is all fitted loose. around the front, right, mm. with the pegs. But if you like, without the pegs, the, sh the shirt is more loosely fitted. If that makes sense, we all know how it's Millie like Bright wears her shirts. She likes mm. them loosely fitted. Whereas someone like Lotta, who's a little bit more petite say she'll wear it a bit tighter it's a bit like the homer simpson meme when he's like a thousand clothes pegs holding all his rolls in it's basically like oh, that right. yeah but it's obviously not rolls of fat it's just a bit of a shirt yeah, yeah it's, a lot, it's a lot less growth than that yeah of but course. if you know the meme I, yeah <laughs> yeah we know the meme. We know I, the meme. I, I do find it a bit bizarre again you don't really see things like that in the other photo shoots for I hate no, comparison, you, but so it just. Don't, but this was a like behind the scenes TikTok video, which I found really interesting. Um, so it almost I'm, seems I'm like they weren't. They were in a hurry to finish the kits. Maybe. I'm not which too sure. That, if that was the case, why not wait and wait and not wait until the pre of the um. So yeah, the pre World Cup games to announce these kits and yeah. then have them have them wearing the final ease mode. I mean, two get a percentage of 
three finals in that one shirt, give it a lot, one last hurrah, and then go from there. Yeah, but... no, exactly. I completely agree with that. But again, it's money making, but also that new kit's not available till June. So are they going to play in the Euros kit? I hope so. I hope so. I really do, because that is... kit does deserve two more games. This kit that's been released is not actually on sale yet. No, not until June 5th. What I would say there is it isn't it great how much the lionesses are being used for marketing? In yeah, terms of no, I always do really enjoy that. I do really, so honestly, I really lioness, enjoy that. It's not it's not a kit that is the men's kit, isn't it? It's a kit unique to the lionesses. Yeah. Yeah, as far as I yeah, know, yes. Which is again something that wouldn't have happened five, ten years ago. They'll be made to wear second hand england men's tops this is a this, and this is again it's more marketing it's more people buying into the brand of the lionesses and women's football so yeah we i mean at least it's not a stella mccartney range oh thank god for that but we we're going to my lucky stars for that every day. <laughs> i never want to see another another collaboration with stella mccartney with, i don't wish them i may, might wish them on the top of my Chelsea, but i don't wish them on any other club honestly well, don't wish her on anyone the fact that they're defensive of making a women's not women's range, but a range devoted to the women's football, the lionesses. Yeah, I think it's fantastic, and people oh, are buying it because obviously people want it. You know, it's it's it's. It. I don't think I think they massively underestimated how much it was going to sell last summer. So they, again, they've stocked up. But yeah, again, <laughs> proper. You know, really good. They have done the right thing this time around, though. They've actually released it. Since oh, by the way, on this hey, it's going to be released, so then people can get mm. get in. Uh, and say, oh, I want this, this, and this, and yeah. there's going to be other teams as well. Other teams, sorry, um, websites that we all know and trust that um, that I somehow mispronounced one of them. Uh, foodies uh, yeah. have them. Other 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 places will have them. It won't just be in one place like it was last time. And on top of that, as well, they've released a really nice um, <coughs> training wear alongside it. No, no, definitely. I completely. I mean, we've seen sort of snapshots today of them actually using it, and I'm like, hmm, I prefer that to the actual kit. So, do you, do you we'll see them in like certain, so we say, sportswear brands um, owned by a former Newcastle United owner on the high street? I don't yeah. know. And the reason I'm saying that is because would they, would they... Um, it's mainly because mm. they're pretty mainstream. So you... Yeah, but the thing is, if you look at the, the like the players' like social media and stuff, you'll see who's got endorsements with who, sort of thing. Mm. So like Mana, Steena, mm. they're Adidas, hence why they're in they're in the Adidas, Adidas videos. Whereas Lena Lena Hertig is Puma. Mm. So it depends. I think it depends with assigned assigned with in terms of endorsements. To be honest with you, mm. um, so I yeah, hope that we could be able to see it in the um in the shop that you're referring to adam but mm. that would be in the uk um if they don't i think it's gonna it makes him look bad because he's not endorsing the women's game um yeah and if they this the, the white shirt the home and the way shirt from the um the lovely victory last summer wasn't available for them Last so and it was so hard to get as Lottie said it. Will this will he make his make it make his mind up this time around? It's hard to say for certain. 
because what's as great as it is have its range unless it's easily accessible to everybody and not on a few bespoke sites and a pre-order like if it's if you can get this on the high street if you can walk into any sports shop um you know take your pick and you can take pick up a lioness shirt off the rack that's surely the goal you're not going to go get a football top oh i have that one it's a lioness one and that's that should yeah. be it shouldn't it oh yeah, i definitely <laughs> 100% agree with that i mean yes but another good news is switzerland are gonna host the 2025 euros uh which means oh leah volte is gonna be a host and, yeah, and also noel yeah, yeah as well no, comp- do you know what it's really bad but yeah. i occasionally forget about our noel She's just so dependable. I just forget. It's really bad. And the problem is when she speaks, she sounds. She speaks. She sounds American, so you forget yeah, that she's actually Swiss. Exactly. Exactly. So she reminds me of Nacho Monreal because she's so consistently. Uh, she's so dependable. Like eight, well. eight out of tens each week, and and you sometimes you do forget she is playing, but she's mm. so so much misconsistent. Oh yeah, no, hundred mm. percent. But uh, we'll talk about the Euros, won't we? So. Just yeah. announced today. Um, yeah, but back to back to Thursday night. Well, first ever Champions Europe, Europe v the South American champions. Um, in terms of head heads to heads, uh, twenty eighteen we beat them one 0 on a friendly international friendly. Mm. Twenty nineteen we beat them two one in the She Believes Cup. Not not six yeah. well so maybe just over six cross. months later, uh, Brazil beat us two one. Um, yeah, that was the. World Cup hangover. Yes, definitely. <laughs> so we haven't really played them since 2019. We've been unbeaten yeah. since 20, uh, 2021, since Serena's at charge. Um, I think something else that's really interesting, Marta has just come back from an ACL injury. Uh, mm. just, her first game back was against Japan this, this year's She's Believes Cup. So she came she came on as a sub and then she basically set up a goal for, is it Dabina? I think I pronounced that properly. Yeah. Um, so yeah, she's back. She's up and running. She's not probably firing on all cylinders just yet, because she was out since March 22. So yeah, it's going to be really interesting. What do we make of Thursday night, then, boys? Well, I don't. Go for it, Matt. Go for it, Matt. <laughs> so I was just going to say, unfortunately, the um, Brazilian team were training at the hive earlier today, and they had the unfortunate of uh, meeting a certain Tottenham player wearing a Dabina shirt uh, Mr Richard Ardison if you get the joke you probably don't but uh, yeah (laughs) probably explain that just quickly I'm just I'm just I just (laughs) I thought it'd be funny to um, basically set up this fake uh, Everton fake bus service to get fans over to Wembley named it after Richarlison Richard Arlison and left them a load of them stranded. I thought it was funny. A lot of people didn't find it funny, but yeah, it's... In, in in a way, in a way, if they in a way if they lost money, I get it. But it is kind of funny. I get it. I get it. But it's it's not a great joke. You know what I mean? It's a yeah. scam. It's not nice for anyone. It is what it is. But anyway, um, the fact that he was visiting just. I've, that doesn't bode well for me. The fact that you've got a Tottenham player visiting you just before a final. Um, let's not take it away. This Brazil team is fantastic. I, I, They're yeah. champions of America, uh, South America for a reason. Mm-hmm. And they've got a fantastic squad, albeit some of them are 
are going to be probably looking at their last World Cup this this uh, summer. Um, but Brazil do what Brazil always do. They create fantastic footballers from a young age. Yeah. And mm. I think this is almost like a scouting game for a lot of WSL clubs, especially some in Europe as well. Uh, yeah. If we do see Jonas Eidvold in the crowd, I I, I wouldn't... Hopefully, hopefully we'll bump into him pre-match and I won't miss him this time. You're due. Unlike you two. Yes. Unlike you two up team. at the Euros. That, that was, <laughs> was quite was, That was opening night, wasn't it, boys? Yeah, yeah it was opening night, wasn't it? Were, you'd gone to get your shirt. Uh, yeah, I went to Fruity's um, head office to go and pick up my, my, my first ever England shirt that I've actually paid for myself. And it had to be a Beth made shirt, of course. Me and Matt met the man himself. Yeah, I know. Didn't say anything. We just sort of hovered around. We were hoping that you're going to get there in time. Unfortunately, <laughs> we were not worthy. We were not worthy to speak with the man. We were not worthy. <laughs> I, I, I've already spoken to him a couple of weeks after to uh, just to uh, after the West Ham game, just explaining almost like a monologue of what I said earlier is that. It was a roller coaster ride that, that season, and mm-hmm. don't be sorry. Next time, we know what we're going to do next season. We're fully behind him. Oh, no, definitely. And look what we've got this season. First yeah. piece of silverware in a three and a bit years. Fantastic. Happy. I'm like, we're all happy. We're all having a good season. Absolutely. I think the icing on the cake is beating Leon 5 1 in their own backyard. And then going on to beat Chelsea in the final as well for the Quality Cup. And beating Spurs 5 1 in their own backyard. I mean, I hate to say it, but it's a bit of a standard procedure for that, unfortunately. It is now, um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but back to, back to the international football. What's the score going to be, boys? And, and also, how do you think Leah's going to do against Rafaeli? Because they're both captains for this game. This. this... And it's, I think it's going like, really uh, to be fascinating. The other thing to compare it to is like it's cartoons where like the best friends end up having to fight each other. And it's really, it's really emotional. Yeah. Sad because like, they love each other. And it's, so, and it's like, yeah, it's going to be one of those, you know, when they, they both have mutual respect, but they, they must. Yeah. I, I don't know because I really haven't really given any thoughts because I've been so focused on yourself and it's like oh yeah there's that really big game at Wembley that everyone's been talking about it's happening about two days time um it's at Wembley so I've got to go for an England win um so I'll go a 2-1 England win nice you think Mary Epps is going to let one between the sticks oh. I think Matt is you know <laughs> despite, despite being president of a fan club um I don't think he's confident that Mary Epps will have a clean sheet to be honest, I'm, I'm, I'm quietly don't think so either. Yeah. Especially not with Dabina and Martha around. <laughs> nope. I think we're going to see a fantastic game. Uh, just to get it into perspective, if this got, does finish 1-0, it goes straight to penalties. It, there's no extra time. Extra time. And I wish there was an extra, extra time. Although I don't think I can, I'm ready to sit through that again after the Euros. I'm still yeah. not quite over that trauma yet. If I'm, in, if I'm if I had to pick a perfect opportunity to see how we do in a penalty shootout and see who could potentially be our penalty takers, mm. um, this would be the ideal moment because it. Although yeah. yes, there's a trophy at stake. At the same time, there 
it also means that Mary Earps has to be on a game. It also means that, well, I say Mary Earps, but it could potentially be one of four goalkeepers. In Roebuck. That. Roebuck, mm. Hannah Hampton, yeah. uh, Sandy McIver as well. Mm. Um, so it, either way, it will be interesting to see who would be our five penalty takers. Mm. Um, I'd imagine that. Obviously, with Frank Kirby not being there as well, that means that someone else would have to step up as well. Um, yeah. But I, I just really want, I know it sounds really sad and soppy, but I really want to just see a lovely game of football. I want to see the Brazilian a samba be, it beats, and I want to see England be... Very, England be England. England. Yeah. yeah, I think that's the yeah. best way that's to really describe it. Yeah. But, but just... It's got all the makings. Go on, Adam. Yeah. Just two things. It's a interesting things with this Brazil game being at Wembley. Um, first, with penalty shootouts, England have had two penalty shootouts in their tournament lives. Uh, the first ever European final and the quarterfinal against France in the World Cup 2011. Uh, we've lost them both. So we could really get a do with one winning one to get, you know, get that feeling. Also, yeah. 2012 Olympics, Team GB played Brazil at Wembley in the group stage. It was the record crowd attendance thing for a women's game it was an amazing moment uh we won it one nil with a steph horton goal but sadly oh no oh just at the wrong moment but, yeah as well which i just yet it say but just think Adam, all the people you're gonna have to rewind that, that to steph Halton, i'm afraid did you miss oh, the yeah you steph froze you froze we lost you now yeah. you're gonna have to be around steph oh no not it's again I'm guessing. I'm guessing that Adam means that Steph Horton scored a free kick, but oh, then she had a really early goal. Yeah, that's the curse. Oh. There, there we go. No. Yes. Oh. No. Yeah. Maybe. Steph yeah. Horton. Yeah. Steph. Yeah. Steph Horton scored an early goal. Yeah. Kelly Smith then missed a penalty in the second half, and I really wish that Kelly Smith scored it because she deserved that moment at Wembley. And I just, I always, I just think, oh, it was an iconic moment. Like this record attendance at Wembley of fans. And it's an element in full circle now with us coming back with a trophy, and um, you know, fans are going to be there and really excited. Which is obviously England, not Team GB. You pressed me for a scoreline, and I still can't give you one if I'm on it. <laughs> but okay, England win or a Brazil win? Don't have to give me a number. I think it's I have going to no go idea. to and I think I think that's going to be the case. And I, but I think the question is because we still don't know a lot about this Brazil team. I have a feeling that's going to do our be un, undoing. But then again, Serena, Serena does like to do her homework, and she does know these. Uh, she'll probably be able to yeah. spot these mistakes. So yeah, I think it's, it's, I know she's definitely been watching Raffaele. <laughs> She's been at our games, so um, that's probably one player she has been watching because so she can watch it. When she goes to these games, no one seems to be able to ask her for photos or anything like that because she's always in like either the hospitality or anything like that. Um, yeah, I think it's also a case of like, she might be working, but she also wants to like, just have some chill out time. So I get it. Yeah. I get why she does she's it. She's, she's, I've been a part, she's walked past me. I was able to say hello to her in Dutch, which I was very proud of. Um, so, yeah, she just, 
she just she just walked but also uh Vic Hakers walked past me as well at the game and, yes uh, I know you sent, us a, you sent us a fanboy picture Dave, on the whatsapp group <laughs> Just, just yeah. said, thanks, Vic, for everything. It's like, it's all right, mate, and just carried on walking. <laughs> uh, do you know what? He just seems like such a normal guy, and I think <coughs> a, lot, a lot of what we see on the pitch today is because it, that's where he it started, and that's one of the main reasons yeah. we are called Vic Hakers Wonderland. It's where it all exactly. started for the Arsenal, and one of the, one of the most nice, nicest guys you'll ever meet, and very down to earth. Exactly. Uh, being yeah. my being able to just spare 15 minutes with him on that on that touchline against Chelsea that day, he was it was such a nice guy, very easy to talk to, very nice even when he was talking to Jordan, alongside Jordan as well, they were, they were just having a good old chatter and, and he, he seems to bring out this social side in the players, which I imagine when you think about our I'm I'm going to rewind our Champions League. You had players that coming over from Ireland and Scotland to train a couple of days a week, and on top of that, they were they were working as teachers and all sorts of jobs doing yeah. odd ends and bits. But imagine only having it a couple of days before that final and just saying we've got to train for this final, and then going back to your oh imagine. I know Alex Scott scored the winner, but imagine if it was Alex Scott was like a teacher that then. Oh, how did your weekend go, go miss? Technically, oh, technically she was. She uh, did do it. If you read a book, you'd know. Technically. Uh, uh, Spoiler alert. <laughs> I didn't know. I genuinely did not know. But I, I don't tell me you haven't read it yet. I haven't got her book. I've got Beth's book, but I haven't got Alex's. Oh, you're both shocked. But... <laughs> you enjoyed your last appearance on the Vic Hakers Wonderland podcast, applications will be going live after the podcast for a new guest. Uh, but <laughs> Oh, God. Matt, no, you need to get it. I rec- I, I've told Adam off for it. I wondered why you went so yeah. quiet the last time I told him off for it on the podcast. A GoFundMe <laughs> to buy Matt, Lock, Matt the Alex Rock Scott book will be uh, live on Twitter soon. Please give what you can to get Matt the book. <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm, definitely. I'm, I'm, um, Adam, Adam will be setting that up for us for sure. Um, so he'll be in charge of that. <laughs> but anyway, boys, I've had a really, I've really enjoyed this show. Thank you for joining me again today. Um, obviously, we will be back next week at some point because we do play Australia on Tuesday night. So we're going to have to work out when we can like make the next podcast. Um, at this point, I think it'd probably be next Friday. Um, there'll be a new one out for all my audio listeners and the everyone on YouTube. But if you have enjoyed today's show, please drop us a like and a, and, and a subscribe. Really appreciate it. Uh, we're almost at that 50 mark now. And every time that goes up, the boys can confirm. I get very excited and I feel very privileged to have you all with us. Yeah. Um, again, boys, thank you for joining Absolutely. me. If we had 100 subscribers. Yeah, though, we're on the road there. We're almost there. Let's just get past the 50 mark first, Adam. But anyway, thank you everybody for joining um, and we'll see you soon.